Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Spiritually Curious Podcast. I'm your host, Khalik, and today we'll be talking about God. Is God a concept or just an idea? Or is, is God real? Just imagine that there was an island in the middle of the ocean that was unreachable for some reason. It had some type of barrier around it where humans couldn't reach it. We couldn't explore it for ourselves. So scientists would come up with concepts and ideas about what the island was like. And what they came up with was that it was a dangerous place, that it was full of poisonous vegetation. The animals that were living there were dangerous and vicious and all types of things that were just extremely dangerous. These are the ideas that they came up with, not by direct observation, because that was impossible, but just from best guesses, from trying to figure it out without directly experiencing it because it was no way possible. So this is what you believed all your life. This is what everybody believed all their life because you believe the sciences. You believe what they said to be true because they are the sciences. This is what they do. They are the quote unquote professionals of this field. So one day, for whatever reason, you're able to enter the island and you do. And of course, you do so with great fear because you've always been told that it's a dangerous place, that you could be killed instantly just from the air quality there is extremely low. The vegetation there, the plants uh, are man-eating plants. The animals there are vicious and with um, just vicious and dangerous and uh, just crazy. So you visit and you realize that it's the complete opposite, that the air is nice and pure, that the vegetation is beautiful and colorful and the animals there are extremely friendly. And so there, it is nothing like they told you it was, but you have believed this for all of your life. Now, I told you that that story because I wanted to apply that to our talk today about God. This is what happens in religion with God. God is not directly observable. It's not something that you could just go up to and observe. Yet we have these yet religion gives us these concrete and final ideas about who and what God is. We think of God, when we think of God, we think of an actual living being with a gender, likes and dislikes, an ultimate agenda, enemies. God has enemies. God has friends. God has particular troubles that God is trying to figure out. There are concerns that God is trying to figure out. God has personal goals, accomplishments, disappointments, etc., Religious leaders seem to know a lot about God, and they are the experts on informing informing us all on the characteristics of God. But depending on who you ask, those details about the identity of God can differ so widely 
that you end up talking about completely different or even opposite beings. In religion, God has been identified as a male, sometimes as a female, other times both as a male and a female, or even nothing, having no gender, no form, no physical resemblance to a mundane being at all. Many things have been said about the character of God. God has been said to love everyone and everything, while others say God hates the evildoers or those that have not joined the cause of God. Christianity has said that God's ultimate plan is salvation of the world through a Messiah. Our minds will be made new here on earth and we will, and we will be transformed mentally and physically and spiritually from this from this type of salvation. Eastern philosophy says that the ultimate plan of God is enlightenment and freedom from the imprisonment of the suffering through attachment to this world, our minds and our bodies. So there is no renewing of the mind and body per se here on earth. There is the elimination of it because it is a hindrance to us. According to the East, God's ultimate plan is to free us from this illusion Wisdom, correct spiritual knowledge and right understanding is the way to salvation. Depending on who is doing the talking about who and what God is will determine what identity and purpose God has. And the creative minds of humankind is where many gods are created, live and thrive. So. It's not that man was made in the image of God. It's more like God was created in the image of mankind. God is a this concept. These ideas we have about God are our creation. God is our creation. We have created God because each God serves the agenda of the community, which it has emerged from. And it gives purpose to the existence of those particular people. And that God addresses the issues of the community of believers and offers hope for the future and a way to be in the world makes sense out of life, gives meaning and purpose to who and what you are as a human being. But it's done with each God according to each particular community and they don't overlap. What I mean is that what hope does the Christian God have for the Muslim? What salvation can Allah offer the Buddhist? And what power and enlightenment can the Hindu gods offer Christians? You see, each God is created to address the unique Issues of that community for which it was created for. Religion can only give us concepts, ideas, images, and best guesses on who and what God is. The reason we have so many ideas about God is due to the fact that God is not directly observable. You can't travel to a 
specific location and see God in person in order to say, yeah, God is so-and-so and God is not this and that. Yeah. But we can go to Publix. We can drive to Target. We can travel. All of us can all travel to Niagara Falls to observe record and discuss what we saw to determine what is factual and what is not. We can discuss how deep the falls were. We can discuss how loud it was, how cool it felt, and and many other things that we can observe and discuss amongst each other. But we can't do this with God. Doing this with God is like taking a trip to the other side of the universe. All we can do is imagine what it is like. We cannot describe it in actual terms, in real language, because it is unable to be directly experienced. That doesn't make it unreal. Surely there is something on the other side of the universe. We just don't have direct contact with it to experience it firsthand. All we have is best guesses, ideas, comparisons, and concepts to describe what is out there. The Andromeda galaxy is 2.5 million light years away. That means if you were traveling at the speed of light, it would still take you 2.5 million years to reach to reach the Andromeda galaxy. We know it's there. We have proof that we can see, but we only have concepts on what it is like. It's the same with God. We know God is there. Something is there because we see creation. We see things that we didn't make. We, we experience things that are phenomenon. Things that that point to a creator, but we still have no direct experience with that thing. Therefore, these ideas and these 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 ideas and these ultimate truths that religion gives us about God are nothing more than concepts of something much greater than what we're being told it is. God does exist, but what we call God. What makes God for us, this identity that we give God, these ideas, these descriptions are all just concepts because all we have is ideas and best guesses. This gives you something to think about when you're dedicating your life to an idea about God that someone came up with and told you is the ultimate truth. Since there are so many differing concepts about God from religion to religion throughout the centuries to centuries through from country to country, ancient times to modern times. We should be curious as to exactly why. How can there be so many differing ideas about the identity of God if God has openly visited humankind? The God concepts of religion are a starting point, not a definitive ruling on who and what God is. The actual God or universe or source or ultimate still exists to be explored and known. The way to know God is not through the pages of a holy book or the words of a pastor or through the practice of religious conformity and sacrifice. 
The way to know God is to seek out God for yourself and to find out for yourself what God is like. I had an opportunity to go to Japan once, but I was unable to due to a prior commitment that I just could not break. When my friends came back, they had stories and shared experiences that sound amazing. All I can do is imagine what it was like in Japan based on their stories and experiences. I had no direct experience, so I had to rely on other people's stories of what it's like, what the truth was until I had the opportunity to experience Japan for myself. Now, when I do go to Japan, because I still haven't been yet, it will not be the same experience as my friends because my experience will be personal. It will be unique to me based on what attracts me, what catches my attention and what piques my interest, what I hear, what I see, what I smell, all of those types of things be very personal. And in the same way, discovering God for yourself traveling to that destination on your own and not relying on what someone else has told you is imperative. God is not an object that sits over in the corner that can be located, observed, named and given an identity, purpose and set of characteristics like a table or a watch or like your iPhone. God is discovered through personal one on one inquiry. You have to experience God for yourself. Would you allow someone to tell you what's the best career for you when you just pick up and go to college and dedicate yourself to this job, particular job that someone else told you was right for you? Would you allow someone to tell you who you should spend the rest of your life with and you just pick up and marry this person and go on and try to live a happy life? But you trust someone to tell you where you need to live and what's the best place for you to reside. And you just pick up all your stuff and move to that place without question, completely accepting what they say. I say absolutely not. No, you follow your heart and you make these decisions on your own based on what works for you, based on your own personal Likes and dislikes, what draws you in, what works for you. You explore the possibilities, experience what's available, determine what's best for you. Why are you allowing someone to tell you who God is? Why are you allowing someone to tell you what God wants for your life? Why are you trusting someone else to tell you how God works in your life? Why are you giving the power of knowing God on a personal and intimate level up? Why are you giving that up in order to accept a concept, a best guess, an idea, a formulation of God that religion has given you? It's time to think differently about who and what God is. It's time to look at God in a more personal way. It's time to go within and search for God on your own. God cannot be contained within the language and the knowledge of this world because God is beyond the language and the knowledge of this world. Going within, finding that inner connection, finding that inner mode of relatability, connection, that deep 
sense of inner knowing is where you really find out who and what God is for yourself. You have to take that journey yourself and not just take someone else's idea and concepts of what ultimate truth is. Search it out for yourself. Be curious enough to open your mind and your heart and your spirit to discover who and what God is and what that means for you. Thank you for joining us today. As always, leave a comment. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Spiritually Curious. The link is at the bottom of this podcast. And as always, be blessed, be safe and stay curious.